0: Father praise the Lord. This is Pastor Jay coming at you again with Dorothy Heaven Church of the Name of Jesus Christ podcasts. Today I want to bring you a short word from the book of Lamentations chapter 3 verse 18. And Jeremiah says, And I said my strength and my hope is perished from the Lord. Remembering mine afflictions and my misery, the wormwood and the gall, my soul hath them still in remembrance and is humbled in me. This I recall to my mind, therefore I have hope. It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed, because his compassions fail not. They are made new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. Y dije perecieron mis fuerzas y mis esperanzas en Jehová. Acuérdate de mi aflicción y de mi abatimiento, de la genjo y de la piel. No una memoria porque mi alma está batida dentro de mí. Esto recapacitaré en mi corazón, por lo tanto esperaré Por la misericordia de Jehová no hemos sido consumidos Porque nunca decayeron sus misericordias Nuevas son cada mañana Praise the Lord, praise the Lord Let's pray, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, Lord I pray, Lord, that this word would reach one person in Jesus' name Going to work at, in their room while they're doing their house chores, wherever it may be, Lord, that this word, Lord, would reach them in Jesus' mighty name. And I've entitled today's message, God's mercies are made new every morning. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Good morning, church. Praise God. Today's Thursday morning, 740-something in the morning. And the Bible says here that Jeremiah said, I have lost all my hope. And my strength are, is perished from God. Y dije, perecieron mis fuerzas y mis esperanzas en Jehová. Boy, I'm telling you, we're living in hopeless times right now. Estamos viviendo tiempos donde no hay esperanza. We're living in times that they seem so hopeless. We're living in times when we're calling out and it seems like God hasn't answered you. And that's what Jeremiah is going through right now. He said, oh, all my hope. All my strength in God is done. I have no strength. I have no hope. It's done. If that's not hopelessness, I don't know what is. That sounds pretty hopeless to me. And I said my strength and my hope is perished from the Lord. His strength and his hope. Are gone. That is a bold statement to say. How many say amen, church? And then he goes to verse 8 19 remembering mine affliction and my misery. So he's in a miserable place, an afflicted place. And he's remembering that. He's remembering how miserable he is. He's remembering how afflicted he is. A lot of us spend more time on the negative than we do thinking about the positive. Mm, 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 mm. I know I struck a chord right there. I'm going to say that again. A lot of us spend more time on the negative things Oh, he said. Oh, she said. Oh, they did. Oh, they went. Oh, yeah. Instead of the positive. I like the way he did that. I like the way she did that. You'll you'll carry the negative things in your life from your childhood all the way to your adulthood. You will. I know I've used this example in our church many a times. And even in many preachings, like if somebody said to you when you were nine years old, you're a worthless individual. At nine years old, you'll remember that comment in your 39th year of age. and your 49 years of age, you'll remember that comment. But if somebody told you in that same year, in that same week, in that same day, that you're an amazing individual, you will not remember that comment in the next three to six months. Why is that? Because we tend to dwell on the things that hurt us and we do not tend to dwell on the things that build us up. Because the pain is more easy to hold on to than joy. Oh, there's something right there. Pain is easier to hold on to than joy is. A lot of you say, you know, well, I've had more painful experiences in my life than I've had joy in my life. Well, you know what? You haven't let Jesus in your life. Because the Bible says, for the joy of the Lord is my strength. And here's Jeremiah. He says, remembering my affliction and my misery. My soul hath them in remembrance. See, I'm telling you, he's remembering it. He's thinking about it right now. As he's writing this on parchment paper, pen, whatever you want to call it back then. He is thinking about it right now. He says, I'm remembering all of my afflictions. I'm remembering all my misery. And because of that, I said my strength and my hope is gone from the Lord. So he is in a hopeless. And a strength deprived state of mind. And a physical state. And a spiritual state. He is fighting three different types of war. Physically, mentally, and spiritually. And is humbled in me. That's what he says at the end. But here's one thing that I like that he does that a lot of us don't do. In verse 21, he says, This I recall to my mind, therefore I have hope. So he's gonna remember something. See, yeah, he's he's remembering all the bad, all the all the negative, he's remembering that. He's remembering his affliction, he's remembering his str his weakness, he's remembering that. he's he's lost his hope and he's lost his strength in the Lord. Yes, he's remembering all that. But this is what I like about him that he kind of turns the coin or turns the corner for lack of a better term. And he says, but then I recall this. This I recall to my mind, therefore I have hope. So he also has another thought and this thought brings him hope. And this is the thought that comes to his mind that brings him hope. It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed. That's the thought that brings him hope. See, he didn't have hope in God first. He lost his strength in God because of his afflictions, because of his worryment, because of his hopelessness. And he could have dwelled in that. He could have have dwelled in that to the end of this chapter. He could have been writing about how... How God didn't talk to him. How God didn't reach back to him. How God didn't reach out to him. How God didn't pull him out of the situation. He could have been like that. But no. What does he he use? He uses the word of God. And I'm tapping on the book right now. He uses the word of God to bring him back to a state of mind of hope. He says, this I recall. It is. It is. Through the Lord's mercies, that we are not consumed. He recalls the Word of God telling him, Yes, you feel hopeless. Yes, you feel weak. Yes, you are afflicted. Yes, you're going through a struggle, both mentally, physically, and spiritually. But then he remembers something. What did he remember? The Word of God saying, The Lord's mercies are not consumed. In other words, they are not depleted. God's mercies don't have a limit. God's mercies are not depleted. God's mercies are not out of order or out of service or out of stock. God's mercies continue from day one to the end of times. That's what the Bible says. His mercies are made new every morning. If there's going to be a morning, there's guaranteed 100%. Take it to the bank. There's going to be God's mercy there too. A lot of us just dwell on the negative, and we never come out of that pit, that hole that we dug ourselves in. We stay there, dwelling in the bitterness and the anger. And it, it starts to fester in us, and we, come, we become angry. When you're going through a tough situation, you don't want to see nobody happy, nobody going through joy and what they're so happy about. and Why, why are they always smiling? Nobody cares about what they're going through because you're bitter, you're angry because you're going through something. But the, the, the thing that I want you to take away from this is that Jeremiah he turned it on his own mentally, but he relied on God's word naturally. It's up to us to keep searching for God in the midst of our storm, in the midst of our trial, in the midst of our tribulation. God's always there. The Bible says his hand has not been cut. It's still extended toward you. You got to do like the woman with the blood hemorrhage and extend your hand back. And this is the thought. He says, this I recall to my mind. Therefore, I have hope. This is what he recalled to his mind. Or this is what he remembered And this is what gave him hope. It is the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed. He says, Well, you know what? I'm still alive. I'm not dead. I'm still breathing. And the Bible says, While there's life, yet there's hope. I'm still alive. So I have hope in God that He will take me out of any situation. Praise the Lord. I mean, can you say, Praise the Lord? praise the Lord, whatever you're going through right now, if you're not dead you're hopeless, but if you're alive, if you're hearing this, then you have hope, because while there's life, yet there's hope so whatever the doctor says that you're going through, you have hope in Christ that God can turn that around, that he will turn that around whatever the doctor said about your mar- whatever, excuse me, the, the lawyer said about your marriage, you know that they filed, or she filed, or he filed or whatever, you still have hope in God, because you're alive Whatever your children are going through whatever your child is going through right now you still have hope because they're alive. We got a hope in Christ and that's what Jeremiah did he said I recalled this to my mind and and this will gives me hope that his Lord's mercies have not been consumed for his compassion fails not see we think that God stopped caring. We think that God doesn't care no more. He just stopped caring about me. And that's why I'm going through this. And that's why I feel so alone. And that's why I feel abandoned. And that's why I'm I'm going through this dark valley by myself. Because God just stopped caring. The Bible says right now, it's confirming to you right now. No, that is a lie of Satan, the father of lies. His compassion failed not. God didn't stop caring. They are new every morning. The Lord's mercies, verse 23. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. I want to tell you, God is more faithful than your wife. God is more faithful than your husband. God is more faithful to you than your children. God is more faithful to you than any relationship that says, I won't hurt you. I won't lie to you. I won't abandon you. I won't do nothing like that. God is more faithful than any person in your life. I don't care if it's your pastor, your bishop. I don't care if it's your wife, your husband, your children, the person at work who says you're going to have a guaranteed job here for whenever. God is more faithful to you than them. God is faith. And that's the person you need in your life, church. You, we, excuse me, we need Jesus. Jesus. And whenever you're going through a situation, like Jeremiah says, all my hope is gone. All my strength is gone. We can say that from time to time. Lord, I've lost everything. I'm so deep in this hole, I've lost everything. But then at the same time, we have to be mature enough to come to the realization and understanding that this is just another chapter in the book of my life. This ain't the end of the book of my life. More still has to be written. See, I've always said this. What makes a strong Christian, what makes a strong woman or man of God? Listen to this. I really pray that you get this. Because we all know... If we're in the Christian community... We know who that one sister is in church... Who's always pushing... Who's always pulling... Who's always on fire for God... We know that one brother in church... Who's always pushing on fire for God... No matter what... That brother's on fire for God... Or the pastor's on fire for God... Or there's somebody in the church... Who's on fire for God... And you know who that person is... There's Some person is coming to your mind right now... Now what makes that person... A strong person in Christ... It's not that they get up when trials and tribulations knock them down. It's not that they got up. Everybody eventually has to get up, no matter what you think. It might take three months. It might take three years. It might take three decades. Eventually, you got to get up. What makes a strong Christian is how fast, listen to this, is how fast they get up from that situation. I'm going to give you an example. Two people are going through the same situation. Two people, two women, same situation in different parts of the world. One of them, after being knocked down by life, gets up in two days. The other, after being knocked down by the same situation, gets up after two years. Why? Why does one in two days, why is one in two years? There's a different there's a difference in maturity there. There's a difference in realizing that God will make a way. There's a difference in realizing the scripture is true. God is faithful. Yes, i am yes, I'm down. Yes, I'm out. But in two days she realized that without Christ in her life, she's nothing. And without Christ in her life, there is no hope. And with Christ, without Christ in her life, there is no reason to keep going on. And she realized that in two days. And she's back on her feet. Yes, she's still going through it. But she knows that God's mercies are made new every morning. The other woman has to come to that realization, excuse me, after two years of many people telling her, God is good, God is great. You're going to come out of this. You're going to come forth. God's going to bring you through. She knows she's going through doubt and doubt. Even though the people are telling that she's going through a lot of doubt. And the doubt is not letting her mature in Christ enough to get up what makes a strong Christian not that they fall that they get up except when they fall they get up it's how fast they get up and what I like about Jeremiah right here we're seeing his weakness in the beginning verse 18 chapter 3 verse 18 we're seeing his weakness I have lost all faith and strength in God that's his weakness. He's fallen. He's he's hurt. He's down. But then as you keep reading verse 19, verse 20, verse 21, we see a shift in his mindset. He says, "But this I recall and it brings me hope." Now he starts now he starts showing his maturity. He starts falling back on the word of God. Falling back on what the preacher preached. Falling back on what's been preached in the church. You know, the Bible says that thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. How many say amen? We got to go back to those scriptures. What did the preacher say about when I'm going through a difficult time? Oh, yeah, I got to fall down. I got to look for Christ. I got I to gotta ask. I got to call out for Christ and Christ will see me through. That's what Jeremiah does. He starts going back to what he was preached or to what he read. And he remembers this, uh, this I recall and bring to mind. And this brings me hope that the mercies of God are made new every morning. If they're made new every morning, then I have another opportunity to get out of this hole. I have another opportunity to see another bright day. I'm not going to see a gloomy day no more. I know I'm going to get out of this because my Redeemer lives. You know, when you have hope, that's a powerful thing. When your faith is crushed, that's a horrible thing. But when you have hope, when your hope is renewed in God, glory to God, glory to God, you're like, come at me. What you got? What you got, life? Come at me. And that's what I like about Jeremiah. Not that he fell and got up, but that he fell how fast he got up. Before we leave, I want to pray with you again. If you find yourself in a situation... like this that we've been reading about remember if you want to read that again the stories and lamentations chapter 3 verse 18 to verse 23 and Jeremiah is telling us a life lesson here get up that's what he's saying get up it's time that the church get up Stop making excuses. Stop dilly-dallying. Stop saying it's not time yet. No, it's been time. It's been time for you to get into Christ. It's been time for you to get up. Let's pray. Father in Jesus' mighty name, I pray that this word be an encouragement, Lord, in the lives of every person that listens to it. Lord, I pray that in the name of Jesus Pido que en el nombre de Jesús esta palabra sea, Señor, para aliento, sea, Señor, para para dar esfuerza, Padre Santo al caído. That this word would be strength unto the fallen, Lord, that they would get back up in Jesus' name. The Bible says that seven times the just fall, but He riseth up again. La Biblia dice que siete veces cae el justo, más se vuelve a levantar. Lord, that's what we're asking that the body of Christ, Lord, get up in Jesus' name. Es lo que estamos pidiendo, Señor, que el cuerpo de Cristo se levante una vez más en el nombre de Jesús. Aunque perecieron las fuerzas, aunque perecieron la esperanza, tu palabra nos vuelve a enseñar que tu misericordia son hechas cada, cada mañana. Por eso es que traemos nueva esperanza. Even though our strength fails, even though our hope fails, thy word of God shows us that your mercies are made new every morning, and that brings us renewed hope in Jesus Christ. I pray that this message reach somebody who needs it in Jesus mighty name. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. This has been Pastor Jay with another podcast from Doorway to Heaven Church of the name of Jesus Christ. We are located in Wilmer, Minnesota across the street from Casey's on Highway 23. Right now, because of social distancing, we cannot have physical services so we have we, we have turned to podcasts and live Facebook Live Preachings. So if you want to tune into that, tune into Facebook Doorway to Heaven on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. evening and Saturdays at 5 p.m. evenings. We'll be having live preachings there and we'll be praying for you. If you have any prayer requests or prayer needs, please let us know at that time. And our podcasts, or I try to load them up daily, mornings, uh, look for them, we're on Spotify, we're on Anchor, and every other podcasting, uh, streaming that's out there, so have a great day, remember this, that the peace of Jesus Christ be with you, que la paz de Cristo esté con ustedes, Dios los bendiga, God bless you all. Thank you for allowing me this time to get into your life. Gracias por permitirme este tiempo de entrar en sus vidas. Dios les bendiga.